0: Welcome to MTZ Overflow Podcast. In this sermon episode, Reverend Dr. Marcus Allen is preaching from the title, Jesus, the King of the Cross. In the sermon series, we win. We're glad you're here. Matthew 27, 37. And the Bible reads, and they put over his head the accusation written against him. This is Jesus, the king of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and another on the left. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, you who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priest mocking with the scribes and elders said, he saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he is the king of Israel, let him come down from the cross and we will believe him. He trusted in God, let him deliver him now if he would have him. For he said, I am the son of God. I want to preach on the topic today, Jesus, the king of the cross. You may be seated. The king of the cross. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He made man from the dust of the earth and he made woman from the rib of man. Humanity sinned against God, and God had to develop a plan to prevent eternal damnation on humanity. In the days of Noah, God destroyed the earth with water because of the sins of the people. Abraham becomes the father of all nations, and Moses frees the Israelites from the hand of Pharaoh. The children of Israel initially failed to trust God to Cross over into the promised land and they wander in the wilderness for 40 years. Moses dies and Joshua leads the children of Israel on the journey conquering the land that God had promised them. God had taken a slave nation and made them into a powerful nation. These people go from under the hand of The oppressive hand of Pharaoh to being a nation that was feared by other nations. God takes them on a journey of learning to trust and depend on him. When there was no water, he made water come from a rock. When there was no food, he rained down manna every morning from heaven. And manna means, what is this? No one knew what they were eating, but no one ever went hungry. amen. No one knew what they were eating, but no one ever went hungry. For 40 years, they wander in the wilderness and their shoes never wear out. They go from being this unskilled, untrained nation of fighters to being a military powerhouse. Not because of their skills nor their weaponry, but because they had God on their side. Now, if you read the story, many nations would flee just because they heard God was on the side of the children of Israel. They settle in the land. They are serving and worshiping God. But they look around at other nations, and they notice that these other nations had something that Israel did not have. That was a king. King is someone who has supreme power over his kingdom king is a ruler and lord over the land. The king is responsible for the well-being and the protection of his people. And even though God had been their king, he gave into their demands of having an earthly king. Saul is selected to be the king of Israel. However, he loses favor with God and his bloodline does not remain on the throne. God replaces Saul with David, and of all the kings of Israel, David is the most admired, while many of his other kings were uh, spiritually bankrupt. They were corrupt and selfish and they led Israel to an era of sin and idol worship. Here here it is, due to their sin, the children of Israel, they are forced to go into captivity and they're forced to be uh, slaves to other nations. And now as they have returned home, they're looking for God to send them another king after their enslavement. They were looking for a king and the Holy Spirit allowed David to write Psalm 22 revealing the true coming of the real king. Psalm 22:16 16 and 18 reads, the congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierce my hands and my feet, and I can count all my bones. They look at me, and they stare at me. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing, they cast lots. In our text today, my brothers and sisters, Jesus is living out the words of Psalm 22. David prophesied in Psalm 22 about the coming of the true king and how he would be treated. The Holy Spirit also breathed on Isaiah as he wrote Isaiah 53, who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and when we see him there is no beauty, we should desire him, he is despised and rejected a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief and we hid as it was our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted but he was wounded. I wish I had a witness here. For our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our sins were upon him, and and, and of our peace were upon him, and by his stripes, we we are healed. Jesus, Jesus was from the royal bloodline of David. And shortly after Jesus' birth, wise men from the east arrived in Jerusalem seeking the Messiah asking King Herod where is he who has been born king of the Jews for we saw his star in the east and we've come to worship the king these wise men they come and they see Jesus laying in a manger and they give him kingly gifts wish I had a witness. This is a little boy and, and this is a child. This is an infant born in a barn lying in a manger of feeding trough and these wise men honor him as the king of kings. Yes. Yes. King Herod hearing of what they were saying, he calls his his uh, leaders to do some research on Old Testament theology. And they go back and they begin to see the prophecies of old of how they will come, a Messiah, a king, an anointed one that will come and free the children of Israel from their oppression. And therefore, King Herod goes on and seeks out to kill every firstborn Jewish child. Firstborn boy, he, he seeks to kill and destroy, but the king, he gets away. Wanted to kill the baby, fearing any potential threat to their political power on the throne. Jesus is the revealed king from the prophets, but he's also the rejected king amongst the people. He's the revealed king from the prophets, but he's the rejected king amongst the people. This title of king holds significance to both Jews and Gentiles, and it gives us insight into Jesus, who Jesus is, and why he came to earth to dwell amongst us. His reign as king was not temporary, but it is eternal. And his kingdom is not just here on earth, but it's everlasting and spiritual. Jesus is referred to the king of the Jews only on two occasions in the Bible. At his birth and at his crucifixion. Y'all not feeling me here? He's only referred to as the king at his birth and his crucifixion. Two times a year we celebrate Christianity for his birth. Help us today, God. His crucifixion and his resurrection. Jesus, Jesus during his trial, Pilate asked Jesus if he truly was the king of the Jews. Jesus said, if you say so. <laughs> Pilate gave the order for Jesus to be beaten, and the Roman soldiers clothed him in purple. They spit on him, and they slapped him, and they mocked him, and they shouted, "Hail!" King of the Jews. And they take some thorns and they twist them together and they push them down on his head and turn them to make sure the fit was correct. And they put a crown of thorns on his head to mock him being the king. Then Pilate brought Jesus before the crowd presenting the beaten, the bruised, and the humiliated man as the king. And he asked the people, Who do you want? You want Barabbas or do you want Jesus? He asked them, who do you want? The people said, give us Barabbas. Crucify Jesus. Pilate asked, you want me to crucify your king? They say, we have no king. Can look down on these people but we forget about the times in which we rejected Jesus. We we, we can condemn them now because we're reading their story but what, what about the time you went looking for love in ungodly places? wish I had a witness. What what, what about the time when God loved you and you didn't love him back? What, What about the time when he lifted you out of the muck in the morrow and you ran back to the pit? He pulled you up out of, we can talk about them now, but what about when we rejected him? He is the revealed king of the Old Testament. He's the rejected king of the New Testament. So the question today is why or how can we win when our king is on the cross? I, I know you all asking that question because that's what I asked when I read this. How can my king be on the cross? How can I win? How can I win? I'm going to tell you we can win with the king on the cross because The sign on the cross was wrong. Yeah, yeah. The sign on the cross was wrong. Jesus has been beaten to the point that he's unrecognizable. Pilate prepares to crucify Jesus on the cross. And crucifixion was a public execution by torture that displayed what happened to criminals who broke Roman laws crucifixion was a prolonged uh, it was a prolonged death with extreme agony. Jesus carries the cross up the Via Dolorosa. Rosa. They lay the cross on the ground, nail his hand and his feet, but then they also nailed a sign above Jesus' head with the charge against him. The writing made clear to anyone who could read the identity of the crucified person and the reason for their execution. I wish I had a witness here. When we recognize and when we rightly interpret the sign proclaimed, it only proclaimed a partial truth, but it did not tell the whole story. I wish I had a witness here because it says this is Jesus. That was Jesus. He is the king of the Jews. My brothers and sisters, back in those days, to claim to be king of the Jews was a crime of treason. treason or insurrection. Uh, Whenever the Romans heard of anyone claiming to be the Messiah of Israel, their greatest concern that this person might lead a a revolt against them, an insurrection was a capital crime. Matthew intended for us to see that the sign was wrong. What was meant to insult Jesus was truly a declaration of who Jesus was. But the sign was partially wrong because this this dying man was not only king of the Jews, but he was king of all creation. My, I wish I had a witness. He was just he was not only king of a territorial place here on earth, but he's the king spiritually. My God today. Not only he's the king of creation, but he's the king of sickness. He's the king of disease. He is the king of death and dying. He's the king over my troubles, trials, and tribulation. He's the king that supplies me strength when I am weak. He's the king. That- that guards and guides me. He's the king that heals and forgives. He's the king that delivers and serves. Uh, That's why Man declared, take me to the king. Uh, I may not have much to bring. My heart may be torn in pieces. I'm tired, I'm weak, but if you can get me to the king, I wish I had a witness. Uh, He knows how to handle my hurting heart. Is there anybody in the building that could testify? Take me to the king. I don't care what you do. Don't run my name in the dirt, but take me to the king. Call on my name. Get me in the presence of the king. He is the king. But the sign was wrong. They wanted to insult him with the sign, but the sign revealed his destiny. I wish I had a witness. The sign said he was the king and that he was true. But but, but that was true. But not only is the king of the Jews, but he's the king to anybody who believes. His kingdom has no boundaries. His power is unlimited. His strength is unparalleled. His love is unchangeable. He is the king. Never, never. Was there a greater contrast than that between the treatment Jesus deserved and the treatment he received? He's the king. And we see the treatment he deserved and the treatment he received. While on the cross, he hung naked and beaten, laboring for each breath on on this instrument of torture and shame. But he's the king. They should not have been torturing him. They should have been worshiping him. I wish I had a witness here. They they, they should not have been throwing insults towards him. They should have been lifting him up. They should not have been trying to degrade him, but they should have been trying to give him all the praise and the glory. He's my king. We win. The sign was wrong. We win because our king is selfless. Our King. Let me say, I don't. I can't speak for you. My King. My King is selfless. Jesus is hanging on the cross. His body is enduring the torture of the nails ripping his hands and his feet. As he hangs on the cross, he's he's folded up a little bit. As he hangs there, his Hands are being ripped by the nails and in order to breathe he has to straighten himself out so he pushes up on his feet and as he push up with his feet, his feet begin to tear into rip. Jesus is on the cross. Jesus is being crucified but he's a selfless king. He's being tortured by the cross. He's been betrayed by Judas. He's been denied by Peter. He's been rejected by the people. He's been beaten by the Romans. And as he hangs on the cross, he's being mocked by the people. Bible says the people blasphemed him which means they displayed disrespect to Christ being God they shook their heads as they walked past the cross indicating how shameful it was for the king to be on the cross I wish I had a witness can you see it now can you imagine yourself being at the foot of the cross Everyone standing around watching and waiting for our king to die on the cross. Can you see the agony on his face? Can you see the blood flowing from his hands and his feet? Can can you see how he's been beaten and they ripped his beard out and you see the blood running down his face? Can you see this moment and these people are at the foot of the cross? looking up to Jesus. There's you, Jesus. You declared, destroy this temple and you'll build it in three days. They refuse and challenge the divine nature of Jesus. They tell Jesus, save yourself and if you're the son of God, come off the cross. This temptation up us today, God. This temptation was not something new to Jesus. He had heard these words before come down. He, he's heard these words before in Matthew chapter 4. While Jesus is in the wilderness and he's being tempted by Satan, who declared, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. Y'all not feeling me in this place today? He, He said, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. Jesus shows us that Satan is relentless and him in his temptations. Oh my God, if he can't get you one way, he'll try to get you another way. I wish I had a witness here. And though the Bible does not declare that Satan was personally at the at the foot of the cross, but his words was in the mouths of the people. If you are the Son of God, come down. Y'all not feel me? Let me say that one more time. The people say, "If you're the Son of God, come down." And Matthew chapter four, the Satan tells Jesus, "If you're the Son of God, throw yourself down." The Bible never says. That Satan was at the foot of the cross, but his words show up, and this just proves to us even the more we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness and principalities and powers. I'm here to tell you that the devil, if he want you, he not me may not come the same way every time. He know your issue. He know what you dealing with. He knows what you like. He knows what ticks you off. He knows where to take you over the edge and if he can't get to you, he'll try to get to your child. He'll get to your wife. He'll get to your friends. He'll get to your boss. But you gotta be able to do just like Jesus did. You need to stand your ground. I wish I had a witness here. Paul says we wrestle not against flesh and blood and then he tells us after you've done all you can't to stand, you better stand there for. <laughs> Satan may have not been there physically, but his words showed up, which means he was there in some shape or form. Jesus, the selfless king, he's selfless because he proved himself with his miracles. The greatest miracle in the Bible is God being born of a virgin. I wish I had a witness here. Take two fish, five loaves, and feed 5,000. What a mighty king we serve. He he walked on water. He turned water into wine. He freed the uh, demon possessed, and he healed the sick. And whenever Jesus was conducting a miracle, it was always for the well-being of somebody else. (laughs) Let me say this. Y'all may laugh, but I'm serious. What if Jesus had a drinking problem? but he also had the power to turn water into wine. Whenever he did a miracle, it wasn't for him. What if every time they got hungry, Jesus multiplied what they had? I wish I had a witness. Whenever we see Jesus performing a miracle, it was for the well-being of somebody else. He is a selfless king. Most kings look to be served, but Jesus was a servant. Kings enjoyed the privilege of the palace, but Jesus dwelt in the pits of life. He's a selfless king because he became the ultimate sacrifice for humanity once and for all. Jesus, standing on the cross when he could have come down, tells me that he thinks about me. When he stayed on the cross, it lets me know he had Marcus Allen on his mind. I wish I had a witness. And when when he stayed on the cross, I, I can only imagine he was envisioning July 30th, 1982 in Clarksdale, Mississippi, when this little black boy would be born into this world. Jesus had me on his mind. I don't care what you think. I'll make this thing personal now. When he stayed on that cross, he had me on his mind. And I can declare like the songwriter, you thought I was worth saving. So you changed my life. You you thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So I can be free. So I can be whole. You thought I was worth dying for. So I can be free. So I can be whole. You thought I was worth dying. And I don't know about you, but I, I have not always done the right things. I have not always adhered to the word of God. I've told God, if you get me out of this, I won't do it again. But I found myself doing it again. I've sinned against his name. I've disrespected God, but he thought I was worth dying. Jesus. When he thought of me he stayed on the cross. Jesus proves that him staying on the cross declares he's more the son of God than if he came off the cross. The challenge was prove to us you're the son of God by getting off the cross but him staying proved he was the son of God I know, I know I got Bible to back up what I'm saying because when Jesus was born and when he was about 12 years old his family they went to worship in the temple and while they were worshiping somehow Mary and Joseph they forgot Jesus was with them and Jesus at a young man he was in the synagogue teaching they go almost home they turn around and say oh who got Jesus nobody gets Jesus they go back and when they find him, he's still teaching in the synagogue. And they were upset. They said, Jesus, what happened? He said, don't worry about me. I'm just being about my father's business. <laughs> on, on multiple occasions, and we look through the gospel, Jesus tells his disciples, God, the father, he sent me. y'all if you understand nothing else you'll understand the garden of gethsemane jesus said let this cup pass for me which to say god i don't really want to do this i want to let this thing go i need to stay just a little bit longer but then he changes his prayer not my will Yes, sir. but thy will be done. Jesus staying on the cross proves that he is an obedient son of God the Father. And because of his obedience, God help us today. He gives salvation to the world. If Jesus would have came down from the cross he would have aborted the mission that the Father sent him on. And humanity would have stayed in sin. But, I feel like shouting now, y'all. But at Calvary, something was happening to God by man. But something was also happening to man by God. I'm going to say that one more time. Something was happening to God by man, but something was also happening to man by God. They were killing Jesus, but God was reconnecting humanity with divinity. They was crucifying Christ. But God was putting a bridge over the gulf that had been separating us. They were killing the Savior, but God was pulling us closer. Here we see at the cross. Here we see at the cross people mocking Jesus. The first group of people we see, those who knew nothing about Christ. Then we see the Pharisees and the scribes and the religious leaders. Jesus is on the cross. And at the foot of the cross, we see the world and the church. And the church voice is louder than the world. The church condemnation is louder than the world's condemnation. I wish I had a witness. The church are the ones who are condemning him more than the world who condemned him. They knew Old Testament. They knew the prophecy of the soon coming king. They knew that the king, the Messiah, was on the way. But they are the ones who crucified him the most. Jesus, King of the cross, save yourself. The nails couldn't hold him to the cross. But it was love that held him to the cross. People declared he trusted in God. So let God deliver him now. I'm going to my seat. I'm almost finished. But I'm going to preach all of this. I got I'm going to preach it all. Jesus proves that God will not deliver you when you want him to. Nor will he deliver you when other people expect him to. But Hallelujah. he will deliver <laughs> Okay, okay, y'all not feeling me. I got Bible to back up what I'm saying again. Here it is. They say, hey, if you're the son of God, you trust in God. Now let us see if your God will deliver you. Jesus is on the cross. He gives seven last words, and his final word is this, into thy hands. I feel like preaching now. Into thy hands I commend or I commit my spirit. Jesus is saying, God, I'm tired of how these other people have been putting their hands on me. I'm tired of how they've been handling me. I'm tired of this cross, so I'm going to put my spirit in your hands. I wish I had a witness. It's Jesus on the cross and he says into thy hands I commit my spirit, the mocking, the spitting, the beating, the mishandling. It is now over and he puts his spirit in God's hand. But early, (laughs) I wish I had a witness. here. yes sir, early Sunday morning. The Bible does not say Jesus got up on his own, but the Bible says God raised him. Y'all not for me. He didn't deliver on Friday, but early Sunday morning, he delivered. He didn't bring him out when they expected him to, but early Sunday morning, he brought him out. He didn't take him up. He didn't pull him up until early Sunday morning. And there's somebody here. You're wondering when God is gonna heal you. You're wondering when God is going to deliver you, when God is going to bring you out. I don't know when. All I know weeping may endure for a night, but joy. Joy comes in the morning. I'm finished. I'm done. But but have you ever played the game of checkers? Checkers is, I guess it's the lower level of chess. <laughs> Checkers, you will know that on every piece, the insignia of a crown. On every checker piece, on, on the bottom of the checker piece, there is a crown. Because each, 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 each piece uh, has the ability to become the king. Help help us today. And and once it becomes the king, it becomes the king only by making it from one side of the board to the other side of the board. Help us today. And once this one piece make it to the other side of the board and it makes it to the end of the other side, you will look at your opponent and you will tell them what? Crown me. I wish I had a witness. You'll let them know I've gone through, help us today, the entire board. I've made it through the beginning, the middle, and I've made it to the end. Now, crown me. I wish I had a witness. Now, 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 now every checker piece don't make it to the end because they get jumped and they get knocked out of the game. And when they get knocked out of the game, they don't make it to the end. But if you make it to the end... I wish I had a witness. If that one piece make it to the end at the beginning, they can only make one move at a time. But when they make it to the end and you tell them to crown you, you can move how you want throughout the board. You can jump as far as you want to. You can have whatever you want if you have been crowned on the checkerboard. I wish I had a witness here. Now even though every piece has the ability to be crowned or to be called the king but it's only by the maneuvering of the hand that is controlling the the checker piece. I'm going to say that one more time. Every checker piece has the ability to make it to the end and to be crowned king if they make it to the end but it's only depending on the maneuvering of the one who is handling the checker piece. Can I tell you something? All of Jesus' life, God was handling the checker piece. All of Jesus' life, God was maneuvering him, making him miss those that was coming against him. All of Jesus' life, God was bringing him over. And when he made it to the cross, Jesus said, crown me. Yes, sir. Uh, when they beat him uh, all night long, uh, Jesus was saying, uh, crown me. Yeah, when they put nails uh, in his hands, uh, Jesus was saying, uh, crown me. Yeah, when they pierced him uh, in his side. Jesus was saying crown me. Have I got one witness here that could testify that if I stay in God if I keep on believing and I keep trusting in the Lord when I die and I stand before God I can stand at the foot of the throne of God look up to the king of kings and say God crown Me, I've been through the storm and rains, I've had some heartache and pain, I've had some ups and downs, but God. Need you to uh, crown me uh, with the crown of life. Uh, have I got one witness uh, that can thank God uh, that Jesus is the King? Uh, he's the King of kings, uh, He's the Lord of lords. Uh, he's a way out of no way. Uh, he is the King. Uh, do you know His name? Uh, his name is Jesus, uh, Rock uh, and a weary lamb. Uh, Jesus my way out of nowhere, Jesus, my strong tower, my peace in the midst of a storm, his name is Jesus, my all in all, my help, my comfort, his name is Jesus, and at the name of Jesus, Every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess. You may not believe, but when he comes back, you'll fall down on your knees, and you'll testify, truly, this must have been the Son of God. Won't he do it? Thank you for joining us. We're so happy that you're here. Please continue to connect with Mount Zion Baptist Church on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, and our website, mtzlife.com. We continually put out new content, so be on the lookout and turn those notifications on. Looking forward to seeing you back here soon. Have a blessed day.